At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We welcome you back in. It's another hour of Live Bet Saturday presented by BetMGM, and we go straight away to the Big 12 championship game. A lot to unpack with a lot happening in this overtime sequence. Kansas State 28, TCU 28. As I look down at the screen, it is a fourth and goal at the half-yard line for TCU. Kendra Miller was stuffed on third and goal. Handoff is to Miller, and I don't think he got it. No. No, wow. no chance. Stuffed at the goal line. And so as we welcome Paul Stone and Jeff Parles back into the show, Jeff, <laughs> if you're TCU, your head coach, Sonny Dykes, in his first year, you've been aggressive all year. Do you like the play call there with it being fourth and goal at the half-yard line, first possession of a tie game in overtime? Right decision to go. Your quarterback has been unstoppable with his legs, and you run two traditional run plays on back-to-back plays. It's just bad play calling. So, I look, I, I have no problem going for it there. Uh, you're, you, you can't really trust your defense to get a stop. It's probably coming down to a two-point conversion. But uh, that is just, it's just a brutal, brutal play call uh, on fourth and goal to just do a traditional run play when your quarterback has been unstoppable with his legs. And, uh, look, uh, Kansas State, they need 10 yards, and it is a chippy field goal. Even if they get no yards, they're still going to have a chance here. Let's see. Let's see how, uh, how how big the Golden Horseshoe is for TCU this year, Ben. Let's see. <laughs> let's see. Let's see how they weasel their way out of this one now. 
it would take something pretty magical right now as Deuce Vaughn gets a nine-yard gain on first and ten. Before that fourth and goal play at the half-yard line, at least at Bet MGM, TCU was a minus 175 favorite in the live market. At this point, books have taken down the totals and the spreads. It's only money line betting once you get to overtime in college football. Kansas State was plus 130. That is now flipped. Wildcats went from minus 500 before the first play on their possession of overtime, now up to minus 900 right now, plus 575 if you think that golden horseshoe Jeff is referencing can reign supreme, but a first down on second and one. And Paul, for the underbetters who we, we laid this out heading into overtime, would have been a pretty frustrating beat with the game being 28-17 and about six minutes to go, under 61 or 62, and you were going to need just a single field goal as the only possibility to end up winning the game here. Looks like that that is certainly in play right now. Right, yeah. I mean, the, the underbetters certainly don't want uh, Deuce Vaughn on this play or the, the subsequent two plays to uh, to break free. So the underbetters might uh, escape by the, the skin of their teeth, uh, so to speak. Uh, TCU, man, they had it down there, had a chance to, to get it in and I think, I don't know if we've had the conversation on this program uh, today, but it's going to be interesting. I don't know that TCU, I'm not saying they shouldn't be automatically in, but I think there's going to be some uh, debate on that committee if TCU loses this game to put a two-loss Alabama team in above TCU. So I think it's going to be, there's going to be some interesting debate and dialogue, Mm -hmm. and somebody's going to be disappointed. Well, the fact that TCU stabilized in this game and we're down 11, we're in danger of losing the game by two scores. The fact that they stabilized, came back, forced overtime, Jeff, do you believe that to be a differentiating factor when the committee, assuming Kansas State's able to score here and win the game, when the committee starts comparing resumes, the fact that this was an overtime loss as opposed to maybe a regulation two-score loss could actually help TCU and still find their way in as as a fourth team there in the playoff? Ben, I think TCU should still be number three. I I don't think anything that has happened today – changes my thought process if we're going off of what we've seen body of work resume wise not power ratings wise here ben because ohio state the only ohio state played three good teams this year notre dame their offense couldn't do anything in that game they found a way to win penn state look if it wasn't for a late defensive touchdown that's a one score game late and michigan who drubbed them last week so I think that TCU should be in over them. And then Alabama, look, I think Alabama's a better case than Ohio State at this rate because Alabama's two losses are by a combined four points, a field goal at the gun against Tennessee, who at that point was playing better than anyone, and, uh, and of course, uh, the one-point loss to LSU in overtime, which was a fluky result as Kansas State wins on the 31-yard field goal, 31-28 to win the Big 12 and get themselves uh, an automatic bid. Wait, they, they go to New Orleans. They go to the Sugar Bowl now. Uh, Kansas State does to likely play Alabama, which uh, <laughs> Nick Saban's team in a ga- in a bowl game that they're not used to being in in a non-playoff scenario. Where have we seen that one before? <laughs> ben against an inferior <laughs> yes. Big 12 team. Hello, Trevor Knight. Hello, Trevor Knight. Thank you for reminding us all of that, Jeff. As we'll still wait to see though what the committee likes to do. Jeff, you're making it pretty clear. Georgia, Michigan, TCU, Ohio State. That's your four in order. Paul, with what we've seen this weekend, what's your four as it stands right now? You know, that would be my four as well. You, you know, I think TCU deserves to be in the game uh, in the final four. The Big 12 Conference, although besides TCU, they might have, you know, lacked those 
top five teams, but a very deep conference. I mean, all 10 teams, week in and week out, no easy outs. They ran the gauntlet until the uh, Big 12 championship game today. And uh, like you just asked Jeff, and he responded uh, in the uh, in the positive, I, I think it was very, very critical for them to come back and, and force overtime. I think that is definitely a, a feather in their resume of these, as these discussions probably start they've already started in uh, grapevine texas mm-hmm. but now they're intensifying they've got uh, they've got pretty much what they uh, need to have to look at the top four anyway and uh, I, I think tcu deserves to be there but certainly i think there will be people in that room arguing alabama's case and if you were to make a point to put both ohio state and alabama in uh, jeff you said this earlier this would be a great BCS year, and if you were to think of a situation where the committee actually did that, put an Ohio State team that played nobody all year and got blasted at home in their biggest game and a two-loss Alabama team in, wouldn't wouldn't the reaction just be, like, blow up the committee? I mean, what are we even doing at this point if those two actually ended up getting into the Final Four? I, I have a hard time seeing just from the backlash that would happen for the committee, them doing that, Ben. And, and look, it, if that is the move here, then it's, it's pretty evident that it was solely done based off money because then you would end up with Georgia, Alabama in one semifinal in Atlanta and Michigan, Ohio State in Glendale, which, I mean, juicy, juicy matchups, obviously. But I, look, again, I, I think Ohio, I know Ohio State's probably going to get in based off the rankings that we saw last week, Ohio State 5, Alabama 6. But I think Alabama should be in. They're a better football team than Ohio State has been all season long. And their lo- losses, you can say, were fluky losses. Lost by a field goal, lost by one on a two-point conversion in overtime. And Ohio State was drubbed in their only game against a team that I thought was of top 10 quality this year in Michigan. So, look, I, I expect Ohio State to be in as the three. I think we're going to get the Michigan-Ohio State rematch. I would have TCU there instead, but I think TCU with this loss falls to four, and they'll play Georgia and Atlanta, and I think that's what we're going to end up with, Ben. Power ratings-wise at this point? Assuming assuming Purdue doesn't do something magical tonight, Ben. We still have that game to talk about. (laughs) Purdue doesn't do something magical tonight. Line down to 16 at most shops in in Indianapolis for the Big Ten Championship game. Purdue taking on Michigan. Uh, Paul, from your power ratings, at this point, if we're having the Ohio State versus Alabama discussion, who do you have uh, higher in your own power ratings right now? I have Alabama slightly higher. Um, I'm, you know, much like Jeff, the arguments uh, that, that he made. This Alabama team, obviously not as good as some of their recent past editions, but they were so, so close uh, to being. And, of course, they could have lost some more games too, uh, as well uh, besides the two they lost. But they could have been an undefeated team. They could have been a one-loss team. I think in the discussions, too, whether you're comparing Alabama to TCU or perhaps Alabama to Ohio State, Although also, as Jeff said, the fact that Ohio State was ahead of Alabama last week in the playoff rankings, I think that gives Ohio State a berth. But, um, you know, in the, uh, in the conversations here, I think you just have to, to look at, uh, at Alabama's just total um, body of work, um, you know, the, the closeness of the two games they lost, the way that they lost – and the point that I was going to make that I kind of lost there for a minute was the fact the committee knows with Alabama what they're going to get. 
with TCU, TCU might lay an egg in the playoff. They know Alabama's going to come to play. I'm not saying that's a huge consideration, but I think that is at least some consideration. So many factors that go into the committee's decision-making, probably not included in those factors, are what the Vegas power ratings would be, which probably should be considered if you are trying to come up with the most competitive and fair college football playoff. But that is not a thing that happens, and we'll now have to, we'll have to wait until early next week to find out what the committee actually does. Again, USC out last night. We're number four, TCU losing today as well but in overtime we're number three now it's a matter of how do those back-end teams fit into the mix with the top two teams playing today and we are underway right now uh, momentarily we'll be with the opening kickoff down in Atlanta Georgia and LSU as I update the screen here are closing numbers there 17 and a half pretty much market-wide a couple of books did take some late money and did get back to Georgia laying just the 17 with a 52 or 52 and a half total so about to kick at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. We're also about to kick off down in New Orleans. Tulane closing at Circa, where you're at, Paul. There were some late bites on the Apple on the underdog Central Florida Knights. Down to three. Most books were at three and a half. Where I'm at at South Point, that was the one book that did hold steady at Tulane minus four. Uh, 56 and a half to 57 and a half. Any range there, your closing total. And we are underway now, opening drive of the game with Boise State and Fresno State. Nothing, nothing. We're just a couple minutes in. Boise State does close that flat three in the market with a 55 or 55 and a half total. Uh, real quick, Jeff, any in-game uh, angles that you're going to look for in those three games we just mentioned? You know, the LSU-Georgia game, I just want to see how quickly Georgia gets out in front and see if they're truly going to take, uh, take, take the foot off the gas pedal. That's really what I'm looking for more than anything. Uh, and also, I want to see the health of uh, Plumlee in the Central Florida Tulane game. Those are the angles I'm looking at here in-game. And the quarterback for UCF. It's a good start for the Knights. They get an early first down as we're underway there. When we return, we'll get into some in-game thoughts on Coastal Carolina and Troy, the Sunbelt Championship game. It is one-way traffic right now. All Troy Trojans, 17 rock in the first quarter. We'll update you there next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Cyber Monday deal has been extended. Sign up today to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber, and you'll get a daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits to let you see where the money and bets are moving every game, deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VEASAN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VEASAN store. The VEASAN store is a great place to shop for VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is an extended Cyber Monday offer that won't last long, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe. Before we get back to the college football, our World Cup updater du jour, Jeff Parles over at Mandalay Bay. Uh, it's over between Australia and Argentina, Jeff. What's the latest from Qatar? I mean, that's final. Argentina survives 2-1. The Socceroos, I got to give them credit. Uh, we, we were talking about this during the break. Uh, hey, by the way, our producer, Matt Santos, you can find him uh, in the World Cup uh, betting uh, daily column, him and uh, Nigel Seeley, uh, with, with action uh, on vcin.com uh, every single day of the tournament. But uh, really awesome showing by Australia in this tournament. I thought they were team 30 of 32 in the field. They get out of a group where they not only, uh, not only win uh, uh, the match against Tunisia, they upset in a big way a pre-tournament darling in Denmark who crashed out in the group stage thanks to the Socceroos, and uh, they gave Argentina all they could handle, and now that sets up a big-time matchup uh, in the quarterfinals between Argentina and the Netherlands, who we saw this morning handle the U.S. of A. Thank you for that update, Jeff, and thank you for the shout-out to Matt Santos, our producer, who's done great work, a part of our daily coverage of the 2022 World Cup. It was a winner, though, if you backed on the goal line, Australia. They do yep, get there, plus that, the goal and a half with a 2-1 loss over 2.5, also cashes there. Paul, we look to the Sunbelt Championship game. This has been a complete beatdown so far. Troy 17, Coastal Carolina, despite getting quarterback Grayson McCall back for the first time in a month from injury, Coastal Carolina, zero points so far. The updated stats show eight plays, 11 yards for Coastal Carolina. We still have four minutes to go in the first quarter. And right now, your updated line is now showing Troy up to 20 and a half point live favorites. 55 and a half is the total at BetMGM. That's up from the close of 49. And Troy has the ball back with a timeout. We have now actually gone inside the final minute of the first quarter. What have been your early, your early impressions there, Paul, watching McCall under center there for the chance? Well, I did watch a couple of plays, and he missed a real short throw, not even an intermediate throw, probably uh, 
a 10-yard toss in the left flat, and he uh, missed his receiver badly early. I don't know if that's mechanics, you know, just the, the foot injury, not able to pivot, not able to, to push off with the amount of force and, and torque that he needs to deliver the ball where he wants to. But he certainly didn't look like himself in, in, in that particular play. All, uh, all Trojans to this point, uh, Coastal's about to get to the point. Of course, there's three quarters to go, almost into the first quarter. Troy ahead 17-0, to but Coastal's going to have to resort to an almost all pass offense mm-hmm. if we go another uh, half quarter or so with uh, without them narrowing the uh, the de- deficit that they face right now. So they need something good to happen. Troy uh, inside of uh, Coastal's uh, territory as we speak, about the 41-yard line uh, as the first quarter uh, nears a close. So all Troy to this point. It is, though, a fourth down and long, so it looks like Coastal at least get a break there, for- forcing a Trojans punt. However, updating now the stats on Coastal Carolina's offense, 12 plays, 18 yards in the first quarter. Grayson McCall, 4-5 through the air and 18 yards. As we mentioned, that is a 20-and-a-half-point live spread on the favored Troy Trojans, who were as high in the market as 9-and-a-half for 10. When the news of McCall being activated was made official, that number dropped all the way down inside a 7, closing the Trojans at home, just minus 6-and-a-half. As we look at the games that have just started, Georgia forces an LSU punt on the opening possession. Georgia ball for the first time at their own 21. And, Jeff, you said you wanted to see early how quarterback John Reese Plumley for Central Florida looked as he's been battling an injury of his own. That wasn't such a promising start. UCF is forced into a punt on the opening drive, and Tulane right away at home is into the red zone. Yeah, you know what, Ben? Let's just put Tulane in the tournament. I actually would be more <laughs> Thank okay you. with that yeah. at this rate. But, you know, it's this is the first drive, one first down. Other than that, not much uh, for, for Central Florida. Uh, but, look, Tulane, is, this game was played just a few weeks ago. Central Florida w- walked into New Orleans and won the game outright. I, I, Tulane looks a lot more focused. Uh, they had really bad quarterback play in that game against Central Florida. The first go-around, much more solid so far in this opening drive. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a Willie Fritz had his team ready to go. Yep, much better touchdown uh, Tulane. Uh, Willie Fritz had his team ready to go today, Ben, unlike a few weeks ago. And Tulane, I thought, has been the best team in that conference all year long. And there you go. Great opening drive for the Green Wave. That is a Michael Pratt to Shane Wyatt touchdown from inside the red zone. And Tulane strikes first. We'll circle back once we have a updated in-game line. PAT pending right now. But nine play, 85-yard drive, taking just over four minutes for the Tulane Green Wave, making a statement. And the PAT is good. 7.46 to play there in the first quarter. It, Paul and, both Paul and Jeff, you guys certainly seem to lean at least the Tulane side for winning the game. Uh, Paul, at least in the market, though, uh, how much of the adjustment – we talked about how Tulane was one-and-a-half-point favorites in the first meeting up to anywhere from three to four in the second meeting. How much of that did you put on the lackluster performance by UCF over the last two weeks, losing his double-digit home favorites to Navy and then barely beating a one-win South Florida team on the road last week? Yeah, I think I think that was the uh, you know the the gist of it, the majority of it uh, for the uh, increased uh, amount of points that Tulane was giving. I think also the fact, maybe a point of it, the fact that Tulane lost the uh, the first meeting between the teams three weeks ago. But uh, you know they have been, uh, as Jeff said, Tulane's been the uh, the class of the American Athletic Conference all year, and, and kind of one of the reasons a lot of us just love college football. They got displaced last year. Uh, early in the year by the hurricane. They had a 2-10 and ten year 
uh, really a, a, a difficult season from the get-go and uh, have rebounded in this type of fashion. So it's, it's good to see, and it'll be interesting to see how this game uh, transpires from this point. And for head coach Willie Fritz, at least for now, he said he's, he's staying. He's not going anywhere. Uh, been a great turnaround for Coach Fritz and the Green Wave up to lane. And now that we do have a chance to get you the updated number, uh, we're seeing Tulane up to minus 7.5 point live favorites, 58 is your total there. So pretty much on the pregame number of 57 and a half. The other game with conference championship implications in Boise between the Bulldogs of Fresno State and the Broncos of Boise State. Nothing, nothing. Three possessions so far, three punts. Two for Boise State, one for Fresno. Uh, Jake Hayner, one for one and seven yards on the opening drive. But Jeff, we are seeing a pretty big shift here to the under as a result of the slow start. We're down to 49 and a half at BetMGM. Boise State down to two and a half point live favorites here and certainly an inspired start from the Bulldog defense, even if they haven't done much on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I didn't play this game, Ben. Uh, I, I would have only taken Fresno here. I know Boise has home field in the conference championship game, but they never really impressed me this year. I, and look, they may have just had a sour taste about them the whole year because they come out of the gate, get blasted by Oregon State, and then three weeks later flip around and get embarrassed in El Paso by UTEP. Uh, but look, uh, this is probably going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, Boise, even though their offense has had their moments, a lot of those good moments have come against the the, uh, the really bad teams in this conference other than that one against Utah State uh, last Friday, which might be the worst non-cover of the whole year that the Aggies oh, had. Don't uh, driving to win the game, <laughs> Driving to win the game, getting 17, and find a way not to cover in the last 90 seconds. But, uh, yeah, I, I have nothing here. I, I, I'm going to stay off. I'll maybe... Maybe if this total gets too low, maybe you hop in on an in-game over, but we're still a ways away from that being possibility. We've seen, as you mentioned, a little shift, but not a giant change by any means. Uh, not even down a full touchdown yet from the closing total in Boise State and Fresno State, uh, at least with that, that total. If you think about where that opened in the market, uh, it was right around 54.5, closed about 54.5 to 55, and we're sitting at 48.5 right now. So some move, but not enough probably to warrant getting in-game on the over, considering how little both offenses have done so far. We are also pleased to have today Paul, you are also not, you're not only an outstanding college football handicapper, but you do give us some college basketball plays from time to time. So we want to sprinkle those in. You have a couple plays here throughout the show. I want to make sure I get this one in before it tips off. It is about two hours away, but West Virginia Xavier, very interesting, kind of spicy non-con matchup here. Xavier laying two and a half at home, Paul. What's, what do you like in this game? Well, you know this. First of all, this uh, the Mountaineers. Their only loss was by twelve points to top-ranked Purdue. I, I think Purdue's the best team in college basketball to this point. Lost to the Boilermakers uh, by twelve on a neutral uh, floor. They only actually trailed that game though by four points with about five and a half minutes to go. So, like what this West Virginia uh, team has done, they followed that up by drilling Florida by twenty-nine points. Uh, I, I took three and a half. I can still recommend two and a half. I think uh, Bob Huggins' crew goes into Cincinnati and uh, takes down the Musketeers uh, plus the two and a half today. Huggy Bear back in his old city, just not for Cincinnati. It's for Xavier and the Musketeers. That game starts 6.30 Eastern time in, in about two hours or so. You can get still West Virginia plus the two and a half and three, not nearly the level of key number in college basketball 
as it is in college football. So, hey, we promised we'd have more stuff than just college football today. Thanks, Paul, for uh, that one play. I know you have a, a play coming up on a later game as well. We'll get to that a little bit later in the show. Up next, though, Jeff Parles visits with the race and sportsbook manager at the Mandalay Bay. Mike Piranio, he stops by next on Live Bet Saturday. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSEN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are on every single game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so you can see the changes and all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match public opinion. You can also check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, another way to VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check them out today at VSIN.com. Betting splits data. Happy to be with you. I bet Saturday. I'm Jeff Parles here at Mandalay Bay. We'll get Paul and Ben back in a little bit. But that's because we've got our guy Mike Piranio. He's back. I'm here. We're not alone anymore. It's not, good. Yeah, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me. You know, it, it, this is one of those days where... Of course, we go through the madness of the 13 Saturdays in the regular right. season. Much lighter Saturday card, but the energy still at the forefront behind us. Yeah, well, I mean, they're good games, championship games. It's kind of a – and, you know, we had the early morning soccer with the USA, which a lot of people stayed. It's a very big day for us here. We're very happy. I would imagine that this has gone pretty darn well for you guys the last 24 hours or so with Utah thrashing yeah. USC in the second half uh, last night, winning that game big, covering all numbers, right. covering the second half easily. Uh, the over did get there, so the public did at least get, get that. Yeah. Uh, but then this morning, even though the movement was towards Kansas State, I would imagine that it was uh, probably, ticket count was probably favoring uh, towards TCU. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. Uh, the Utah game, it's, it seems like these big games at Allegiant, we just keep winning the book. It's like if we if the Raiders cover and we need them to, they do. If they we don't want them to, they don't. And uh, the Notre Dame game was that way. Uh, the Shamrock series we had with BYU, it's like we're looking for a big payout one of these days on one of these Allegiant Stadium games. But knock on wood, we're so far, we're so good. And then... Uh Right now in the SEC, again, it's a foregone conclusion Georgia is going to play in the college football playoff, but LSU showed up so far. They're in the red zone in a nothing-nothing game right now, Mike. Uh, this closed uh, north of 17 as well. So yeah. I, I would imagine that this was mostly one-way uh, Georgia traffic unless if there was some uh, some LSU big tickets. Yeah, here. I mean, we act ended up on that game, and it's surprising, at least in Nevada. You know, we have the two different sets. we got the Nevada and the rest of the country. But uh, LSU was 2-1 uh, to one money and 2-1 to one tickets, too. So oh, it okay. ended up on the interesting... Uh, thing where we actually need Georgia, which doesn't happen very often, but uh, it's it's a lot of action, a lot of money, but not a big decision either way. Looking to later in the day in in college football, uh, you have Clemson, North Carolina, which the eyeballs not really on with Clemson's loss last week. If essentially, thank goodness, eliminating them from playoff contention, they would be very much alive. Yeah, with the results that have happened so far this week. And then, of course, you have the Big Ten title game where Michigan, again, foregone conclusion, they're more than likely in, barring Purdue winning by 42 tonight. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, again, a big line. You have multiple conference championship games in the power conferences. 
where you're looking at three score lines, including that Michigan-Purdue game tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's the way they have these conference divisions set up, it's tough to get good matchups in these championship games sometimes. But uh, we're 2-1 to one tickets and, and uh, money on Michigan, so we're going to be rooting for the dog in there. And as everybody knows, I, I love the dogs, and I usually say dogs will never bite you, but I did get bit. <laughs> <laughs> But not by a sporting dog. It was my own dog. Oh goodness! I didn't even—I didn't even notice that. You didn't until notice you that until, until, until yeah. you put it up. So now he got attacked. It wasn't his fault. He was trying to get away, and uh, you did a good job hiding it. You too. should see it. You'd pass out if you saw the actual I, I, pictures. I'm so. sure. I, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't want to see it. I, I know that. Well, um, the look, next fight, my dog's going to be favored, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> very good. Um, Looking at uh, this American football game, the AAC real yeah. quick. We'll look at the smaller guys here. AAC Mountain West going on. Fresno uh, in a punt fest right now, getting it back in a nothing-nothing game. They were a three-point underdog. And then uh, Tulane was a uh, just north of a field goal, three-and-a-half against Central Florida today. Yeah, and the ticket count on that was two-to-one Tulane and money on Tulane. And the same thing with the, the money and the ticket count. We... Uh, that actually, the ticket count was dead even on Boise State, Fresno State, but money was 2-1 to one Fresno. So uh, some interesting games. I mean, uh, there's a lot of these championship games, but uh, we all know tomorrow's going to be the big day. It's still NFL, uh, even with championship games, especially with the way these championship games are where you don't really have the two best teams playing each other. We'll, we'll get to the NFL in a second. I okay. just want to – don't worry. We got we'll get plenty. to dogs then. We'll get to – yeah, <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, just uh, you mentioned it earlier with, with the soccer – of course, yeah. Team USA is now out, so I would imagine that puts a little bit of a dent into into the public coming in and betting these games. Yeah, I mean, as far as look, us looking for action and public betting, you know, Mexico's out, Canada's out, USA's, USA's out. out. Uh, of course, my home uh, Italian team hasn't made it, it two years, two, two in it. a row now. Yeah. It's like, I guess I'm going to have to go coach soccer in the off season. <laughs> Send you to Parma and let well, you go coach. They probably there. wouldn't let me coach since I called it soccer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. But, uh, but, but again, like, you still have, like, of course, Argentina advanced. The Netherlands yeah. still a reasonable draw. Spain is still around. The preseason, the pre-tournament favorites in Brazil and France are still yeah. around. Uh, I would imagine, again, the Sharpies are going to show up regardless. But when those big boppers play... You'll still have pretty good handle. Yeah, we'll get as it gets more and more. Uh, the time hurts us, even when they get to the championship. It's, That's a 7 a.m. Yeah, it, you know, it, it could be better. But, uh, uh, you know, it's better, that, you know, in four years we'll be here in the United States. And this will gear up for that. Well, and there will also be uh, more teams in that one. So. Yeah, I mean, it, but in four years from now, who knows, we might have an NBA team here, a baseball team here. I can't think what we won't have here in four years. MLS team, maybe? Who yeah. knows? I mean, you might have all five of the, yeah, uh, the major nice. North American Las leagues. Vegas is the town. Yeah, well, I have no argument from me on that. All right, let's get to the big show here. The NFL has, uh, hold on, I want to I see what the roar was for. Oh, it was for Georgia blocking LSU's field goal. All right, well, that's great. For that's ben. not bad. Huh? That's great for Ben Wilson's under 17 and a half point total on LSU. Um, is that play not dead? That's still going, huh? Uh, it looks like George is going to get a touchdown off a blocked field goal here. There you go. Look at that. Change of a cha change of tide there. LSU look like they're going to go score. Instead, it's a blocked field goal for a touchdown for Georgia. 
six nothing. We'll uh, see if that gets upheld, but there's no reason to think it won't with the way that play went. It's just a weird, funky play. That's the kind of stuff the book needs when you got a favorite we need to win. Yes, <laughs> yes. Not good if you had LSU plus the points. Uh, high snap blocked and in return for a touchdown for Georgia. All right, big dogs All tomorrow, right. NFL. Let's start with the game in town here because this has been a big mover this week. Chargers were favored at the beginning of the week. Raiders now favored, including right behind us, everywhere right now. Uh, you, you've said it. Whenever you've needed the Raiders, right. the other the, you, they've come through. Whenever you've not needed the Raiders, they seemingly have come through for you in a negative way. Yeah, and that game is still up. We're not decided on that. That could go either way for us by tomorrow. It's kind of been even. Steven, I imagine we're going to get some of the, the Raider fans going to the game betting some good money here uh, later today and early tomorrow morning. So uh, I imagine we're going to end up needing the Raiders to not cover, but we'll see. It's not in, written in stone for sure. There were a bunch of really good games tomorrow. We'll start in Minnesota. Uh, the Jets, three-point underdogs yeah. against the Vikings. It's one of those where... Mike White, of course, the great story last year. Again, the right. last week as well. Awesome against a mediocre Bear defense. And Minnesota, feels like the market's kind of telling you something a little bit that this is only three. Yeah, I mean, we talk about it all the time here in the sports books between each other. But uh, that's, you know, a lot of these games in the NFL, they look like they're tr trying to reel you in and trap you. And, you know, Minnesota's been winning everything. People are on their bandwagon. And they're only three-point favorites at home. That's uh, that's iffy at best. Uh, in a book bookmaking standpoint, jet, the Jets should be close in that game. They uh, last week were two and a half against New England. Obviously covered yeah. that. Vikings, of course, have had a had a nice sized uh, golden horseshoe this year in their pocket. Yeah. I can't tell you. I've had a lot of people at the counter today going, "We can't believe Minnesota is a three point favorite only," and that tells me that something. You, that usually means something. Doesn't mean one hundred percent. Yeah, but no, but definitely... usually sometimes. But there's two. Uh, but. In a rare twist of events for us, which is a good thing, there were two on top of the Raider game being here, which is great for you guys right. with the stadium right across the way. There were two amazing games in the later slate tomorrow. Yeah. Miami at San Francisco and then the rematch of the AFC title game with the Chiefs and the Bengals. Yeah. Imagine both of those are, 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 are big handle games as well. Yeah, we might have those on the big screen tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? The, the big action we had tomorrow so far, we've had six-figure wagers on the Ravens. Okay. Uh, I think they're minus eight and a half right yep. now. And uh, surprisingly, Browns minus seven. Uh, Someone with, believes with the in Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been sitting on Deshaun Watson in fantasy for 13 <laughs> weeks, so... Uh, let's hope he doesn't get injured on the first play. The Piranio fantasy team <laughs> any good? Yeah, I, I, I'm known as the king of fantasy. Oh, okay. so I'll have a show on that eventually. <laughs> there we go. I'm almost always in the Super Bowl. I, I'm the lookout for that as we go along through the rest of the season here on Live Bet Saturday. Mike, it's always a pleasure. Uh, heal up soon. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll see you again next Saturday. Yeah, I appreciate well, a lot it. Of, a lot of college hoops next Saturday. Yeah, it's getting into the real. You know, they kind of lay off for a while, but now it's college hoop time. Yeah, college hoops, Army-Navy. And uh, the National Football League. And then the week about. after, we got the bowl games. Yes, so. crazy enough. We're already there. Come on down to see us. Bowl season. Mike Peranio, everyone, racing sportsbook director right behind me at the Penn MGM Sportsbook at Mandalay Bay. Hey, Paul Stone, Ben Wilson, come on back here on Live Bet Saturday.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. Even a wager that misses can still be a slam dunk with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Place an NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more. And if you miss one leg, you'll receive up to $25 back. Just opt into this promotion on BetMGM's app or website. With One Game Parlay, you can make selections within a single NBA game, including team and player props. So go ahead and take your favorite NBA scar to score big, the home team to cover, and the over in points. Opt into the promotion, then place an NBA One Game Parlay wager of four legs or more, and you'll get up to $25 back if you miss one leg. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. A big thanks, as always, to Mike Piranio, race and sportsbook manager over at Mandalay Bay, for stopping by the show with Jeff. We welcome you back now to Live Bet Saturday, presented by BetMGM. I'm Ben Wilson from South Point. Paul Stone back with us from downtown Las Vegas. And Circa, four games going on right now, gentlemen. College uh, Football Conference Championship weekend. 
7-0 LSU on top of, or I should say Georgia on top of LSU. Tigers have a field goal blocked, returned by the Bulldogs to the house, what, 98 yards or so for a touchdown. Uh, it's Georgia minus 14 or 14 and a half. Uh, but then LSU turns turns things uh, right right back around, and immediately Jaden Daniels to a uh, 53-yard bomb here as uh, the, the Tigers are able to strike right back. So a lot happening in, in the dome there, Paul, where in the one sense you thought, man, LSU blew just a brilliant opportunity to take the first strike of the game and take an early lead. But uh, so far, the offenses look pretty good against the number one defense in the country there in Georgia. I'll tell you, you know, we talked about Jaden Daniels before the game started and uh, how healthy he would be, and he looked really uh, looked like he had all his facilities on that 53-yard uh, touchdown run. So LSU, obviously, their offense depends so heavily on Jaden Daniels, not only in the passing game, but he's by far their leading rusher too, which is probably not a good thing to have such a heavy reliance on one player. But he's a special player, and he could uh, – keep the Bayou Bengals in this one. So at least we've got ourselves a football game through almost uh, one quarter there in Atlanta today. Uh, Jeff, you were right when you were uh, on the air with, with Mr. Piranio with a block field goal happening. I was like, oh, well, that's a big, uh, big weight off my shoulders with the team total under 17 and a half. Uh, technically, the, the receiving touchdown to a Boutte from 53 yards out. And I feel like the handicap has certainly not, not lived up so far to at least my expectations, Jeff. I mean, LSU, 14-play, 69-yard drive, blocked field goal, and now three-play, 75 yards. Hanging in there. It's just a question of can they do it for 60 minutes right now, still catching 14 or 14-and-a-half in the live market. Ben, LSU's been better so far in this game. They've been the better team through the first 13 minutes. The, the Georgia touchdown was a classic rope-a-dope. That's what it was. They just... A great, very, really smart special teams played it. I'm not sure how many teams in college football would have even attempted to do what Georgia did on that. Uh, but look, I think your biggest thing here, Ben, and why you probably have a problem here is Jaden Daniels looks healthy. And last week, clearly last week in College Station, he was not right. And now he is right. And now here's the deal, Ben. And I'll, ask, I'll pose this to both of you. If LSU wins this game, Georgia gets in, <laughs> yeah. regardless. But look... I know it would be a three-loss SEC champion, but even with the loss last week to A&M, there is an argument to be made that LSU would deserve to be in the playoff. Now, I'm not saying they would go because they're 14. They're not going to vault 10 spots. But if they win this game, I'm not saying they will. There at least has to be a discussion that LSU would deserve to be in the playoff over Ohio State and Alabama, at least to me. Hmm. That, in a weekend that has already been crazy, would just kind of upend things even more. I don't know, Paul, what do you think about that? I can't possibly comprehend that actually happening. But It won't happen, Ben, but there's got to be a discussion. Okay, I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it'll happen either, but they're, they're a good football team. I think the fact they lost that pseudo home game to open the season uh, against Florida State kind of put them behind the eight ball, and they were able to recover from that. But uh, – you know, the, and, and the loss at A&M, just the fact that I think Texas A&M, that was their fourth win of the year. Uh, so I, I think that kind of crippled their chances. But certainly, you know, those who are proponents of the um, 12-team playoff that it looks like we're going to get in the 2024 season, uh, certainly LSU would be uh, a team that would uh, be in that 12-team playoff with a victory today. So, uh, yeah, that, that's an interesting thought, though. I mean, this is going to be uh, – a fourth spot and maybe even a third spot where a lot of teams, whether they have a real strong argument or not, might be making 
argument for inclusion into this year's four-team college playoff. Say this, Jeff, if, as Paul, you say the Florida State game from week one, if the A&M game, if either of those end up being wins for LSU, it's, not, it's a no-brainer on the first two lost team to be included in the playoff, certainly way, way over Alabama. But when you get to that, you go to the third uh, loss as well, makes it basically nah, the impossible. The A&M one's the uh, killer. That, exactly. That, that was, especially with it being so recent uh, to what we, have re, you know, what we have seen here and how we interpret that in general with it being the final regular week of the season. Uh, as soon as you even uttered the words so out of your mouth, Jeff, Georgia has immediately uh, moved the ball quickly down the field. First and goal at the five here for the Bulldogs. We're in the final minute of the first quarter. Looking like the Dogs, after only having possession of the ball for, the, for one minute, 30 seconds of the first 13 minutes, will go right down the field and at least have a chance to punch it in second and goal now at the four-yard line. Of the three other games going on, interesting results to say the least. Uh, Punt Fest, Jeff, you mentioned that you kind of gave that uh, moniker to the Boise State-Fresno State game earlier. Fresno State misses a short field goal on the one extended drive, now having to play defense as Boise State will have a fourth and goal. Nothing, nothing, 10-20 to go first half. We'll wait to see what happens there on the field goal attempt and what the updated lines will become, uh, but we'll keep tabs there in Boise in a very cagey matchup so far between the Bulldogs and the Broncos in the American Championship game as well as in the Sunbelt Championship games. Both one-way traffic. Tulane has looked dominant so far. 10-0 uh, right now. We're just into the second quarter. UCF does have the ball, though, into Green Wave territory. And I see Jeff right now. It is Tulane still at BetMGM, minus 7.5 live, 52.5 the total. Uh, what's, what's the latest here on the John Reese Plumley tracker for UCF, Jeff, since that was your big, uh, your big thing to watch there at the quarterback position? I'm just going to stay out of this game. I think Tulane's pretty clearly the better team. But Central Florida is on the move. They're, they're at the 29, the plus 29 here early in the second quarter. But it looks all right. Uh, again, uh, it, Again, he's not quite what he was a few weeks ago when Tulane lost to Central Florida. But, uh, yeah, I, I would stay off of it. By the way, uh, that that, uh, that Bowers kid, uh, he's pretty good at this uh, tight end position, <laughs> Ben. Touchdown, Georgia. Uh, it's going to be 14-7. And, uh, you know, great response by the Bulldogs here after giving up that long touchdown to Boutte. And, uh, and the Bulldogs are going to be quite all right in all likelihood here. It's they clearly still the number one team in the country and should be, and they are right now. They'll be odds on going into the college football playoff here. Even if they were to lose, they would still be in the playoff and should be odds on. They're, 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 they're a step above everyone else in this college football season. I know Jeff's just happy that we, he at least had like a two-minute window to, <laughs> to start making hey, I got, the point. I got, I got to say it. You got it, got you to got say it, it in way. there. That was the big goal of the day from, uh, from what Jeff Parles. I mean, thank all of you for who, so far who have watched, uh, chimed in as well. Our guy, Trip Tepper, who we know is a big VEASAN uh, big viewer and fan. Uh, he has chimed in and saying he'd make it uh, Georgia, TCU, and Atlanta, one versus four, and then Michigan, Ohio State, and Phoenix. I don't think either of us would uh, would argue against what that potential would be, considering the committee wants to make some money and make some ratings there, guys. I mean, look, Ben, I would, I, I, again, I think Alabama has a, has a better case than Ohio State. But the fact that the ratings this week were Ohio State five, Alabama six, all it took with either USC or TCU losing from well, probably TCU losing would have knocked them out if USC didn't lose, but or didn't win, I should say. And and now uh, USC, they're done. TCU, I think, should get in. I think TCU should still be ahead of Ohio State personally, but the fact that Paul, the fact that they might be able to get an, a Michigan Ohio State 2.0 in a college football playoff game, this is what the committee has dreamed about since the inception of this college football playoff.
I mean, that's just a, you know, it's a it's a huge matchup. So uh, yeah, that that that's it's just it's going to be interesting. You know, uh, I've got some. I don't know if you want to go over these numbers now or if you want to wait a little bit later on, but. Uh, I can give some thoughts on that if you wish. But what would, yeah, Paul, um, we have about a minute left yeah, in the please. segment. What, what would your numbers be uh, right now on, on the different matchups as, as we've laid it out here? Yeah, if we, if we looked at Georgia, TCU, and Ohio State, Michigan being the, uh, the two matchups that they come up with tomorrow, I would make Ohio State one over mid, uh, Michigan on a neutral. In Georgia, it's going to be somewhere, I believe, between 14 and 17 over TCU. I'm going to make it closer to 14. I'm going to say Georgia 15 over TCU. So Georgia minus 15 over TCU, Ohio State minus one over Michigan. I like those numbers. Those are pretty solid numbers, Paul. It would be very interesting to see what the market would do first and what direction. You'd have to think money would come to Georgia. And I, I have no idea what the market would do on Michigan and Ohio State. We'll have to see if that ends up actually being the matchup. Right now at the end of the first quarter, though, Georgia 14, LSU 7. It is Georgia up to 19.5 point favorites in game. 59.5 is your total. Uh, we'll keep you posted. We'll update you on all the live numbers when we come back. Still have two late games to preview in college football, and Paul's got a couple college hoops plays for us all in the final hour of Live Bet Saturday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.